say hi. Hi. I'm Amber Rodriguez, and you're watching The Recount Podcast. to another great edition of the three count podcast presents now entering the ring i'm your host clifford red dog miller and uh you know i'm the one that's leading you on the expedition and as you can see here we have some people on the roster tonight so let's introduce Ooh. him right now he is the man he's one half of you know pure ignorance because that's what they are, just straight ignorant. <laughs> but he is the muscle of the group, so give it up for the man himself, Prince Machiavelli. What's up, what's up? Always bring it up for him. <laughs> golf claps. But golf this class. is now entering the ring, which means one thing, we have a special guest for you. You can find this man at SWO. You can find this man on Eclipse. You can find this man at EWA. And you can find this man at Premier Wrestling League. He is... Yeah. The most shining man out there, also known as the most toxic man in the wrestling game. Give it up for the man himself, Rico Hendrix. Hi, how you doing? How you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm extra toxic today. I'm in a mood, so let's get it. Hey, so one, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show, man. It's not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. But this is how it's going to work, man. This is like a smooth conversation. It's what we said. I have a few questions. Prince has a few questions. And then we're going to have the second greatest segment on this podcast, which is the three-count podcast, 10-count questions. We'll cross that bridge when it gets there. But the first question I'm about to ask you, man, who is Rico Hendricks? I just tweeted that. (laughs) Rico Hendricks is basically Mason Xavier if I didn't have to play nice with females in real life basically <laughs> rico hendrix is somebody who i have wanted to be probably since middle school and i channel all of that energy and anger and i don't want to say bitterness because i'm not a bitter person but i take all of that i channel it into the toxicity and it just exudes from me and and whoever's in the ring with me you're gonna fall victim to all of that anger I'm, for lack of a better word I'm just a bad person. That's who I. <laughs> I just, I just imagine like a young Rico, and then some girl just comes over and just like you know just curves you, and you're just like you know what? One day I'm gonna be big and famous. You can come talk to me, and just like Little Wayne, I'm like, fish like, me off. <laughs> right, I'm like nope, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh damn! I was like, I feel bad for the prom queen, but. <laughs> <laughs> So what brought you into the business, man? Honestly, I've wanted to do it since I was about 12 years old. That's when I started taking it seriously. Like, all right, I'm going to start putting characters together. I was watching YouTube videos on how to do the moves. I was watching YouTube videos on what it takes to get in. I was dedicated to it. And one day I was, this was around the time Ring of Honor came to town. And, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, blah, blah, blah. And they went to EWA and they were explaining how it was a school out in Dundalk. I'm like, wait a minute, I live like 20-something minutes from Dundalk. So um, I checked it out, and uh, the rest was history. It just kept going. That, that's awesome, though, man. So I'm going to ask this quick question, and I'm going to pass this over to Prince. But I got to know, man, in your time in the ring so far, what has been the worst bump you've taken? 
Um, it's not. I'm not gonna call it a bump. I think the worst thing I've taken was <laughs> it was a six man tag match. It was a spot where uh, one of the guy was gonna moon salt on top of three of us. Um, two. Well, okay. I was in position. One was halfway in position, and then the other was completely off the grid. So I kind of caught the brunt of it. But the thing is, is that I caught a knee when he was coming down right there. Went, <laughs> and I broke my nose and I had like five or six scratches around my face. I didn't, I wasn't busted up. Well, my nose started bleeding pretty badly. So, yeah, there was that. But in Maryland, you can't bleed. Otherwise, I would have kept going. I finished the match, though. I came back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Prince, the questions are for you, sir. All right, cool. So my first question, it is not a serious question, so it's not really my first question. Okay. When you a Saints fan, because I've seen that Carolina Panthers shirt on that you got right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I can't go for the Saints. I barely, you know what, I barely can go for the Panthers right now. And as a matter <laughs> of fact, since Cam Newton, they did my boy wrong, I just thought about it. <laughs> I always come prepared with a backup. I'm not – I can't do this no more. <laughs> I can't unless we dra- – never mind, we just got Sam Darnold, so it doesn't even matter. I, I don't know how I can root for Sam Darnold. I don't, but we'll see what happens going forward. Just pray for the Panthers, y'all. <laughs> this is a serious question. What does okay. it mean for a black man in wrestling to you? I'm sorry, you kind of broke up a little bit. I said, what does it mean to be a black man in wrestling to you? Um, it, it means a lot actually, because growing up for me, I'm not going to say there was none, but we were limited to certain things. We were limited to, we were either dancers, we were rappers, we were preachers and that's really it. I can't really think of anything else. So it was mainly that. And what I wanted to do is do something outside of that. I wanted to see more African-American talent going outside of those three archetypes of um, professional wrestlers. And now when we're seeing guys like, um, we're seeing Velveteen Dream and stuff like that. And we're seeing guys like Leo Rush and we're seeing guys like um, um, Bobby Lashley even. Stuff like that is really inspiring. So then I look at myself and I see the next generation looking up to me. I'm fairly young, 21 years old, but I see the next generation of guys that are like, 12, 13 years old right now, in a couple of years, once they're able to start training and stuff, they're like, dang, Rico Hendricks, he did this, he stood for this. He he really revolutionized the game. So I want to do what Rico Hendricks did. Okay. All right. Next question is, where do you see yourself this year? I always ask where you see yourself in five years, but where do you see yourself this year? What do you this see yourself? Year. I see myself as a champion. I know that much. That's number one, first and foremost. It's, it's, yeah, I'm starting to get that itch. It's start, like at first you walk into it like, man, I just want to have a match. I just want to have some fun out there. But now I'm starting to develop a little, all right, it's time. It's time to, for me to show really what I'm about, to show that I can carry a division, to show that I am one of the most consistent performers that you're ever going to see. Okay. That answer. The last question is, where do you see yourself in five years? Five years? Let's see, what's that? 2026. Ooh. Um, I'm going to speak from best case scenario. I see myself 
I, honestly, I see myself signed, really. I, I'm going to work and work and work and work until it happens. I, I, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't happen. I mean, as long as I start keep bettering what I need to, um, what I'm doing now and start working on those little tweaks that I need to fix here and there, I don't really see any reason. And I probably need to get a little buffer, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, I, but I don't really think anything's holding me back at this point. I can't use the excuse that I don't know people. I can't use the excuse that, oh, people are against me because nobody knows me yet. So it's time to just start building on what I have now. And five years from now, I'm not saying it's going to be NXT or um, AEW or whatever. Even if it's Ring of Honor, NWA or Impact, something. I plan to um, get my foot in the door in one of those places within five years. Okay. Bet. Yeah, that's Bet. awesome, though. You got another question, Prince? Um, I think I do. So let me uh my question would be if you could form a group, who would you you already know? <laughs> we talked about it. That's the crazy part. I would definitely yeah, I need you and Chaz though, because y'all y'all are like gritty and Rico's pretty. So ooh, that's cool name gritty and pretty. But anyways, um <laughs> I'm not supposed to be getting into fights. I don't like getting my hands dirty. I like laying back. So the fact that y'all actually have the duffing season thing, y'all actually like doing it. I'm like, hey, y'all go ahead and take care of that. I'll just pick up from here. And there's a mutual respect and everything like that. So I think it will work out. But I also want a powerhouse. I I want somebody that's like, they don't have to necessarily be tall because I like being the tall guy. I'm I'm only six feet, six feet, six, one, six, two. Depends on the day. I don't know who the powerhouse would be, though. We'd have to find somebody. Probably have to find, like, uh, I don't know. I might have to think on that. Okay. Okay. But y'all heard it here first, you know, pure ignorance. Rico Hendry. It's like collab. Say gritty and pretty. Gritty and pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, man. I guess for me, man, my first question, my next set of questions is going to come hitting to you, man. It's got to be the one that everybody's going to be asking you. What's the hardest you've ever been hit in a ring? Probably that knee. I don't think I've been hit harder than that. <laughs> that kind of hurt. <laughs> I still see that knee every time. I've taken like two or three dives after that. And every single time I see the same thing, just like, please don't hit me. But then I'm good. So. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, man. So, you know, you drive to the show. You probably haven't eaten anything all day because, you know, you're worried about like up chucking in the middle of a match or something right. happening. So after the match, everybody has to have that post-match snack, man. So what's your post-match snack? A snack? I go for whole meals. But if we go on snacks, normally I have – what do I like? Golden Oreos are probably my favorite snack in the world. So that's probably number one. I got to have those things around, and I probably shouldn't eat them as much as I do. But they're so good. I can't help it. But uh, as far as – like, when we're back on the road and stuff, if there's a Waffle House, I have to hit it. There's no way around it. Waffle House is a staple in American culture, and it would be disrespectful for me not to grace – or for me to uh, uh, to go into a Waffle House. That's, it, it's just blasphemy. No, I, <laughs> I feel where you're coming from. I know for me, like, like driving, like, driving back, man, like, for me, Taco Bell is, like, the number one hit spot, like. $5 box though, man. I need all that. Yeah, Taco Bell, I had to be in a mood for. That's one of those things where I just, 
yeah, you got me in the mood for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So the next question for you, man, is like, what kind of advice do you think you would give up and coming wrestlers into the game? Dun, 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 dun. Um, I don't want to give a cliche answer, but I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's true. Authenticity is your best friend in this industry, simply because when you come in here, Obviously, you want to be coachable, teachable, so on and so forth. But when you step through the curtain, you want to be somebody that, I mean, okay. It's cool to, like, kind of uh, take inspiration from certain things, but you don't want to be a direct copy of somebody else. You want to, or you don't want to be something that just doesn't seem natural for you. Like, for me, that would be if I were to come out and be like, I'm a pirate or something. That's not going to work. You want to draw something from you and make it your own, make everything your own. Even if you want to be, like I said, if you want to be that pirate, take like a, be the best pirate there is or be like a pirate pimp, do whatever you want. Just make it your own. Um, and the more authentic you are, the fans are going to draw closer to you. They're going to know every single time. They know when you're phony and they know when, trust me, you will get chance of that if you remind them of somebody else. I've gotten early on, I've gotten Velveteen Dream more than anything. Um, I've gotten Cedric a few times. I got Orlando Jordan. That was kind of outlandish. I was just <laughs> – that wasn't even close. Uh, love him, but no. I, I've gotten Elijah Burke a couple of times. Yeah, I've gotten it all. So it just depends on um, where you go. But, yeah, just be you and start making – make everything your own. That's it. Man, you, you had me at Pirate Pimp. I'm like, I think I might have to make a gimmick change. I'll yeah. say I'm going to help somebody. <laughs> Scurvy, she got like, me booty. <laughs> like, excuse me. <laughs> like, you don't give me that treasure, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you go catch these hands. <laughs> right, right. Catch this hook, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gonna do it now. I want. Oh man, I and I'm gonna be like, yo, you took that right off the podcast. Like, right, right. And if your catchphrase is, "I put the X in the booty," we know that was that was. (laughs) Uh, All right, man. So give me one do and one don't of the locker room. One, one do. uh, Ooh. This is probably a big one, especially after the whole speaking out thing. I'm kind of going to go into that a little bit. One, do, if there's a female talent in the locker room, be trying to make them as comfortable as possible. Don't be weird. Like, even if, if you find them attractive, cool. If you want to shoot your shot, talk to them in the parking lot or whatever, like afterwards. Like, hey, how you doing? You know, whatever you do. But when you're there to do a job and they're there to do the same job and you talk to them as if they're like, subhuman or they're just somebody you're trying to hook up with after the show that's a no-go because then that's how you get bad situations and then you're going to end up on speaking out and then next thing you know you're unbooked in a lot of places and nobody wants that and I learned that it's not because I was doing any of the bad things but the more I was um sharing (laughs) the more I was sharing locker rooms with female talent I I knew oh, oh well let me go out of my way to so they know I'm not a creep or anything like that so that's one do for me. One don't. Don't talk too much. And it, it, when I say that, I mean, like, 
there's a lot of people that feel as if they're know-it-all, especially like those grizzled vets that are like those, what do they call them? Like 20 miles, 30 miles or whatever. You haven't been outside of a certain range, but you want to lecture me on what I should do to make it. It's like, I get it. I get that you're coming from a place of help. That's nothing. Consider the source, but that goes with everything in life. When somebody's giving you something, just look at their life and, you know, um, when those people talk too much, now you're at the point where it's like, bro, you haven't done anything. You think you have all this knowledge and you're being, in some cases, condescending towards other talent. So that's a big don't. And when you're the younger guy, don't go in there trying to talk like you know it all either because you don't. There's so much more you know, you need to know. And there's so much um, room for you to improve and evolve in the game. And I've had that happen multiple times. And I, I've learned from that. It's not that I was necessarily being a, like I was talking like I um, like I knew everything, but I felt that I was comfortable with what I was doing, and I everybody else just was like, you know, yeah, they were giving their advice, but it was like, man, I'm gonna do my own thing anyways. But the more and more you do it, it's like, dang, I really should have changed this, or dang, I should have done this in the match instead. It's it's just things you learn along the way. Bad. No, that's great advice. Both of them, like, I think it's the first time I've heard the way, especially about, you know, when females are around, like, yo, yeah. make them, yo, it's home. It's a locker room. Like, right. don't, don't be a creep. Like, that's the right. craziest, like, it's crazy. You're right, man. With the, I was gonna say, we're men. It's like, so for men that are attracted to women, we're, look, I'm, you're gonna, you're gonna think and look and uh, I'm not saying like, look as far as them, you know, in a creepy way, but you know what I'm saying? It's natural. But just, you know, control yourself. <laughs> Self-control. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, you're there to do a job. Like, right. don't don't be weird. <laughs> I need to get back into character now. I just advocated for women. So let me go back to my character. <laughs> I just, I, get, I just, I think about that, dude, because, like, just anywhere in, like, a workplace, just period, right? Like, even at my shoot job, like, I just see, like, some dudes are just like, hey, yo, like, we stacking bread. No, literally, we're stacking bread. Like, what you doing later tonight? I'm like, yo, dude, like, what? You're in a grocery <laughs> store. Like, who are you talking to like that? Like, oh, <laughs> At least you know you got a job. Yeah. <laughs> like, you about to lose this job. because Right, right, talking? right. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. So that is for my hard-hitting questions, as well as Prince's hard-hitting questions. So like I said, we got to get into the second best segment of the Three Count Podcast. And people always ask, what's the first? It's the Red Dog Power Rankings on the debate show. You got to catch us on Sundays. So let's get into the Three Count Podcast, 10 Count Questions. Rico, this is how it works. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you, okay? It's whatever first comes to mind. Okay. Are you ready? Now, this should be fun. <laughs> oh, Lord. Let me. Uh, all right. I got it. I'm good. All right. Let's put on the imaginary <laughs> timer. Bing. And here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite movie? Uh, Real Steel. All right. <laughs> DC or Marvel? Uh, uh, DC, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Favorite X Men? Uh, the, the Wolverine dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic or Mario? Sonic. Uh, favorite karaoke song? Oh, I knew I sing karaoke. Anything by Tanisha or Janae Aiko because I love them. So, let's go. PlayStation or Xbox? 
Uh, oh, uh, PlayStation. <laughs> Favorite podcast? Uh, the one that, no, I'm joking. Uh, three Count Podcast. Y'all are good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like three Count, right there. <laughs> I like you guys. Nominate one person you want to see on this podcast. Nominate one person. I'll nominate my mentor. I'll be nice. Uh, Mason Walls, because he's very aggressive and passionate. But the only thing is, make sure you have your dinner and ready and possibly breakfast for the next morning because he will talk he's like that preacher i don't know if y'all ever been to a black church but he he just gonna go like now i'm almost done <laughs> but <laughs> he won't so go. let me share with you a fun story about mason right and mason will tell you this mason and i knew each other prior to the wrestling business mm-hmm. so i used to work at this security company he came in one day and he told me he yeah. was a pro wrestler and I was like, yo, I was like, let's bring this man in. Like, duh. And yeah. like, I saw him one time and then I saw him one more time after that. And then like, I just didn't see him again. So I didn't even know if we had hired him or not. And my, my coworker was like, yeah, he's over at this one store right now. I was like, what? And so randomly, like I, I ended up leaving the company and I just randomly saw him at Sicken's place training. And I was like, uh-huh. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "What's up, man?" Like, he, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> it was like, "Holy crap!" Oh, and then we just like Loki had this conversation. But I've had Mason Walls on the show before. So, oh, wow. and one thing about him, I'll put him over a little bit. He, there are very few people that are actually going to take their time out and invest into you, especially as a younger guy. He's young too, but he's older than me. Right. So there are very few people that are actually going to reach out and say, hey, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this, or I like the way you did this, but you need to do this instead, so on and so forth. So when you get somebody like that, then it's, it's truly a blessing. It makes you better in every single way. And like I've gotten to him for workout advice. We've talked relationship advice, like all of that stuff. He knows all my personal business. I know most of his. So hey, it's really good to have somebody like that. So find good, find a Mason Wallace in your life. Amen. it's crazy because and he'll, he'll get a kick he'll get a kick out of this when he hears this episode but it is the second time in less than three weeks that he's been mentioned on mm-hmm. <laughs> just okay i'll mention win. somebody else <laughs> uh 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 who did i well, nah, do k robinson y'all get him on here we've had k oh man uh <laughs> That's what I love. I just said you could nominate somebody. I just didn't tell you whether they were on or they were. All right. Well, well, somebody going to get on here. Somebody going to get on here. <laughs> we, got, we got them. Um, all right, man. But it is for the last question. My favorite question to ask every single person who comes on this show. Favorite curse word. You can say it, by the way. I don't know which one I use the most. I don't use fuck unless I need to. Bitch is probably my favorite because that one, I feel the power of Rico Hendricks coming up. But that's probably my favorite one. That's- well, that's a great one. So now that we have that out there. Uh, so now that we have all those questions wrapped up, let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Uh, on my social media, I believe all of them are at Rico Hendricks Pro. My Facebook is Rico Hendricks. Um, as far as upcoming events this Saturday, uh, what's this Saturday? That's it's, it's the first, no, the 17th. 
Yes, 17th. Okay. So this Saturday, I will be in Houston, Delaware for 1CW's Rebirth. Who I'm facing, don't know. But just come out because I'm going to be there. Um, as far as that, my schedule, it, it kind of needs to fill up a little more. But May 2nd, I will be in um, Bluefield, West Virginia, Premier Wrestling League again. It's my third time out there. I will be facing Jeff Paul. That should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, I don't get into a hardcore match out of nowhere. But I'm ready for it no matter what. Uh, last month, I actually faced um, Cole Carter, who's actually on AEW Dark. Literally, as we speak right now, congratulations to you. Uh, good luck. He's going against Lance Archer, so might need a lot of it. But uh, that's it, I think. Yeah, all of this at Rico Hendricks Pro, Rico Hendricks for Facebook. Uh, that's it. That, man. So, with that being said, this is the Three Count Podcast podcast presents now entering the ring i'm your host clifford red dog miller here with prince machiavelli and as i said this is now entering the ring with rico hendrix you guys know what to do tune into the next episode and be there or you wait until the exit the exit the outro and then you just let the next episode play because we need those plays and views give me the views all the views (laughs) all right What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the Three Count underscore pod, give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod, give us a like, give us a follow, leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give us a subscribe, turn the bell on, turn the notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys. And we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. Oh, at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So. Show us some support, please.